You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, Andre. Just tell me, And welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. And today you have arrived on the storm that is December month in WWE. And that storm is a storm made up of one or three things, tables, ladders and chairs. No stairs on this pay-per-view, only those three. Uh, And just like the band, we're going to be bringing some TLC to you folks at home. I'm your head booker of Monday Night Raw, Ryan Nightsey. With me, as always, is the spicy nugget himself, the head writer of SmackDown Live, Mikey Manfredi. Mikey, welcome to TLC. Yeah, guys, you don't want to go outside. It's raining tables, ladders, and chairs. It's really violent. If you, you, you might get knocked on the head if you go out there, so be careful. Stay indoors. Yes. Uh, and, make, and make sure you make sure you have TLC storm insurance. Yeah. Don't we all? <laughs> Don't we all at this point <laughs> in our lives? Every December, s- screw snow. Because a steel chair might just fly through your window. <laughs> you never, you, you know, you here's here at here at Countout, we recommend everybody going out and purchasing uh, steel chair insurance in case a steel chair flies through your window and hits your wife in the face. You know, you don't want that. You don't you don't want that, obviously, because she'll be upset. Not only will she have to go to the hospital and get a new nose, but when, she'll be upset about it. When wrestlers have to buy their own health insurance, do they like, does it cover steel chair shots to the head? <laughs> and then Vince McMahon's like, health insurance? What are you talking about? That's why I said when wrestlers have to buy their own. <laughs> what's what's uh, health insurance? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, anyways, go, j- jump off this ladder. <laughs> jump off this 20-foot ladder for me, Kevin. Uh, oh, my God. TLC. Oh, you want to on the WrestleMania side? Sure. You want to jump off that pirate ship? Sure, we're not liable. I love that story of that, like, like I wonder how often those ideas are the wrestlers themselves. It just goes to show like how weird a wrestler's brain is. Like Kevin Owens going to the Tampa Bay Stadium, being seeing the pirate ship, and be like, you know, I want to jump off of that. <laughs> I love how Kevin Owens' brain works. I wish I had. I wish I had that kind of brain just to have, just to be like. Just to be like that brave about any situation, just like seeing something gigantic and their and my first thought being, I want to jump off of it. I would argue it's I would argue if you're not a wrestler, if that's not what your job is, it's a that would be a bad brain to have. It's a weird thought, yeah. <laughs> like you're like going around and you're like, you know, going to the grocery store and you see like one of the aisles and you're like, I wanna jump off of that aisle. <laughs> this is what I wanna do nowadays. Climb climbs on shelves, knocks everything over and just jumps off it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you, everybody, for coming in and listening to TLC. We're here. We got a whole batch of card in front of you. Ten full matches uh, for you on this pay-per-view of a show. Uh, Mikey, it's TLC season. Uh, it's the last pay-per-view of the year. And T- what a year. TLC season, if you will. TLC season. Tis, tis the season. Tis the TLC season. Is, hey, WWE. 
we have the marketing for next year's <laughs> TLC. T- why have we done this? Tis the TLC season. Why is it not? Why is it have not been a thing yet? I don't know. You know, uh, the problem is if they if they do that, then one of these matches are going to be like uh, I don't know Santa's bag on a pole or whatever. It's going to be a, a a holiday havoc. Uh, and that's, that's jingle, the, that jingle, be, jingle brawl. That'd be the NXT show is ho- holiday <laughs> havoc. Holiday havoc subtitled jingle brawl. Why doesn't AEW do that as a show name? Holiday havoc. Yeah, Cody. Just to know, really, just to really get them. No, I mean Cody wants all the trademarks back, and and W isn't going to give it to him. So why not just make your? Well, they're making new ones, obviously. But uh, why not you just have one be called Holiday Havoc? I mean, yeah, just, just have it be like the names, but like off by a little bit. Yeah, we got Holiday. Like, this is Lunar Cade. <laughs> Lunar Cade. Holiday Havoc. Uh, uh. What else? Uh, the Great Norwegian Bash. <laughs> and it takes place not on the Jericho. The Great. The Great Patriotic Bash. <laughs> it, it takes place not on the Jericho Cruise, but a Norwegian cruise line ship. <laughs> the Great Norwegian Bash. Uh, what else? What else? <laughs> Looking around the room. What else? What else? Mm. Huh. And that's all of them, probably. <laughs> I know he has Bash at the Beach. Um, I just don't. I don't know what, what else. AEW in your crib. <laughs> oh, I guess. He, oh no, that's. That wasn't Dusty's. That was WWE's. But in your I know, crib, but at, for, at, but at, at like, one point, do you just start stealing stuff from the memes? <laughs> that's something like Impact would do. Yeah, that's like in your crib. Yeah, Impact in your crib. <laughs> God, besides your crib, this is for all the babies <laughs> out there outside your house. <laughs> Impact outside your house, watching, waiting. <laughs> <laughs> all right we have a tlc card to book. we're getting off track well, i'm completely on track for this tl season uh well let's let's talk about reviewing the show mikey uh first off let's go and run down the card we put the card in order let's talk about what the card we have here before we give those results first up in the pre-show we have one nation the the f- newly formed faction of tomaso champa paula cruz and akira tozawa taking on oni lorkin and heavy machinery after that, we got the match number one of the official card. We got Sheamus taking on Kevin Owens in a chairs match for the Intercontinental Championship. After that, we got LLC, Bobby Lashley and Cesaro taking on Ali and Alexander defending their Raw Tag Team titles. After that, we got Ricochet versus MVP, MVP for the United States Championships. Yes, we do. Next up is Shayna Baszler taking on Candice LeRae defending her Raw Women's Championship. Then we got Undisputed Era versus Miz uh, versus Morrison and Andrade for, in a ladder match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Uh, then we have The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, taking on Sami Zayn for the Universal title. After that, we got Sasha Banks taking on Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, and our semi-main event is going to be Roman Reigns versus Keith Lee for the WWE Championship in a tables match in the head of a tables match. And the main event of the evening, we have Edge taking on Daniel Bryan in a TLC match. And if Bryan wins, Edge retires. Yes, big old stakes in that main event matchup here. Yes. 
Big old meaty steak. Speaking of me- big old meaty steaks, let's start off the show of the pre-show, Mikey. Perfect transition. I'm the king of transitions. Uh, of course, the big old meaty steaks team of Oni Lorcan Heavy Machinery. We talked about it last episode of Hit the Books Proper last Friday. There's just something about Oni Lorcan and Heavy Machinery that just feels right. I don't, mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is. I can't exactly put my finger on it. It just it feels right to me. Okay. Yeah, I, I I also have that feeling of like, yeah, this fits. This it just fits. But they're of course taking on the newly formed faction of One Nation. Apollo Cruz, a character Zawa, uh, added new member, potential leader. Who knows? Tommaso Ciampa. It'd be uh, bold for Tommaso Ciampa to step in and just claim the spot of leader. That'd be the second time this happened to One Nation. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it Ali? <laughs> Wasn't yeah. That Mustafa Ali. Uh, I totally mm. forgot about Mustafa Ali. I guess I could do that as a thing now that Ali has his own tag team partner. I guess I could do that. Mm. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Um, but speaking of the pro pre-show, let's get to it. Let's decide. I got the raw card here. Uh, and the winner of this match, Mikey, uh, and possibly a surprise here, is going to be Oni Lorcan and Heavy Machinery getting the win. Big upset there. That I was not expecting that. Yes, I wasn't expecting it maybe 24 hours ago, but I changed my mind. Oni Lorcan wins by pinning uh, Champa. All right. Big win for big, big pin there for Oni. Yes, a little bit of a risky move. I, In my opinion, maybe having them lose just form a new faction and then lose on a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, plans, future plans. I think it's better for them, for Lorcan and Otis and Tucker to get the win here. Cool. I like it. Yes, 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 yes. Does that I, mean I have plans for Lorcan and o- Otis and Tucker? Maybe, but you'll find maybe, out. Possibly. We'll find yes, out we'll next see. Friday. But yes, but yes. Uh, but you said you liked it. You like. You said you liked yeah. that win, yeah. Um, right. Let's move right along. Yeah, right into the right into the official card. Now you got to switch to WWE Network to watch it. <laughs> I hate it. By the way, I keep forgetting to do that sometimes. So like the past couple of pay-per-views, I've been like watching on YouTube, and then it's like, you know, uh, what is it like six fifty nine? I'm like, ah, crap! I gotta go to the network. Mm-hmm. I really wish my computer would just like. I wish my computer was smart enough to tell me like, you know, we know you're watching the WWE pre-show thing do you want to watch the network and like yes please switch it like i wish there was just a button that would pop up and tell me to switch yeah right but now now we're we're officially on the network with our opening matchup of sheamus versus kevin owens in a chairs match for the intercontinental championship and this one has been building for a few weeks now ever since kevin owens uh uh qualified for the survivor series team by beating sheamus yes uh and owens uh, he claimed that he has a right for a uh, title match since he pinned the champion, which is how it works in WWE. Uh, what? So he got one, and uh, they've been feuding. Oh, they've been feuding and beating each other down with chairs ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, up to this match, in which Kevin Owens is going to get the win and be the new Intercontinental Champion. Wow! Wow! On- okay, so honestly. And then this is not me being like, oh, Mikey's a big old Kevin Owens guy. Uh, but it makes sense. It makes sense. Sheamus has had this title for a very long time. I think he's, you know, proved his worth of the title. The point of getting the title was to become that Grand Slam champion. 
Um, mm-hmm. Where does Sheamus go from here? I don't know. But Kevin Owens winning the title, I think, makes sense. Especially now we're heading into like Royal Rumble season and WrestleMania season. Some, something about like Kevin Owens having the title. And also, that also means... Is Kevin that, Owens a Grand Slam champion in our universe? In our universe? Let me look it up. Let's Let me look up what is he... What titles has he had before? Well, the, I don't he's think definitely he's had. He's definitely had United States. I don't think he's ever had the tag titles. I think that's the problem. OK, I, I wasn't sure if those counted or not. I believe they do. Uh, OK, then no, then no, he's not. <laughs> I'm going to look up because I'm fairly certain that they do. All okay, right, well. Kevin Owens gets this victory. Um, uh, while you look that up, I just wanted to say I'm very excited about this, obviously. Uh, Kevin Owens is the new Intercontinental Champion, taking it away from Sheamus. Uh, Owens has had a lot of title shots gone wrong uh, in the past couple of pay-per-views, and this is kind of his like uh, big redemption. And I think he does it with a combination. Uh, he has Sheamus sitting in the corner. He puts a chair on him, does the cannonball into the chair, uh, and then picks Sheamus up and hits him with the stunner. Holy crap. Probably also onto a folded out chair. <laughs> That's awesome. That is great. Uh and w- and wins the match. That's great. Uh in our so overall with W pre pre our universe, pre-divergent point and post-divergent point, I believe KO, you know, is a former universal champion, obviously. Um, you know, pre pre-divergent point. I don't remember how many IC or US title runs he had before, but I know post he was, I guess now an Intercontinental Champion, um, a former United States Champion, and I don't believe, I'm looking it up as well, but I don't believe he's won a, a tag team title. He's not won a tag team title ever, so I can only presume that. Um, Probably because he keeps turning his back on everyone who ever cares for him. This, you know, I'm not going to say that's the case, but <laughs> but it doesn't help his predicament. Um, yeah, so he, this is the first time that he has been IC champion since SummerSlam 2018, which is our divergent point. He won the UNES title on January 15th of 2019. Never held a Raw tag team, never held the SmackDown tags. Obviously not the women's <laughs> women's ones not having any other stuff so yeah he's never had a tag team title and he needs to be a tag team champion to become a grand slam champion okay that is that is all he has to do and i was going to actually also say that now that also means that uh kevin owens and Sami Zayn are uh both the champions which i just you know obviously with their history you always got to point it out oh yeah yep so congratulations to kevin all right, well, what do we got next there, Ryan? It makes sense. Also, got to say, it makes sense. Uh, I think it was a really good choice for Kevin Owens to win. And, yeah, like I said, excited to where this goes. Uh, moving right along to the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Uh, LLC uh, taking on Ali and Alexander. Uh, LLC and MVP have been sort of feuding with Ricochet as of late. Ali and Alexander have come to their friend's defense. Uh, in a tag match, Ali and Alexander pinned LLC in a non-title match like you said sort of earning them this title shot here today in a six-man tag last friday ali pinned mvp to get more momentum going into this uh show of tlc 
But now here we are defending the Raw Tag Team Champions, Cesaro and Bobby Lashley, which got to say, I still I still love them as a team. I think just visually, I think they just have a great visual look. You know, two big dominating guys. I just mm-hmm. like that versus the two fast guys. I feel like this would just be a great match on paper. Uh, and the result of the match itself is with LLC retaining their titles. All right. Yes, not too much of a surprise, probably. Uh, but yes, that is that's that's what I'm doing. Thoughts on that, Mikey? Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, there's not really much to say about it. You know, it's just sort of like, yeah, you know, it makes sense. LLC yeah. defending their titles makes sense. Yep. Uh, well, let's roll right into the next match, which is Ricochet defending his United States Championship against MVP, the leader of the LLC. Um. Uh, obviously, same like I like I already said, you know, sort of been feuding. MVP wanted him Ricochet to join the LLC. Ricochet denied it over and over again. MVP threatened to have him traded to SmackDown, but instead he had he had Lana traded over to SmackDown uh, and took over LLC because it was a better business move. That way, he can also torture Ricochet more. And now we're getting this U.S. title match where if MVP wins it, you know for a fact that he's just gonna hold this over Ricochet even more. And also, then, LLC will be draped in not only green, but gold. Nice. Naturally. Uh, However, that is not going to be the case because Ricochet is going to successfully able to retain his United States Championship. Makes sense. Yes, yes, yes. Ricochet has done it. He's retained the title that he's held since November 20th. So, like, a full month he's had this title now. I think he's only defended against MVP. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Yeah, it makes sense. It all, all, it all of my stuff here today is going to make sense. <laughs> I'll be honest. Good, good, good to hear it. Yes. Um, but then let's speak about more Raw stuff. Let's move into the next match, which is Shayna Baszler defending her Raw Women's Championship against Candice LeRae. Baszler cuts a promo saying that no one's tough enough to face her. Candice LeRae says that she is um, and, you know, went to challenge her. A lot of back and forth stuff, you know, a little diving into the Ripley Morgan drama a little bit, but uh, in a triple threat match, can't last Friday or last week, last Monday, Candice Ray was able to become the number one contender officially, and now she takes on Shayna Baszler. Uh, big back and forth match here. Uh, lots of you know, great toughness out of Candice Ray, but it is mm-hmm. ultimately the brutality of Shayna Baszler that gets the win here and how allows her to retain the gold in the raw women's championship. Yep. Uh, I, I, I like Candice LeRae as a challenger, but unfortunately I kind of figured that she wasn't going to be the one to do it. Uh, I, I can't wait to see who, who else challenges Shayna. Yeah. going to be able to dethrone the, the dominant champion. Me too. I have ideas, but a lot of ideas are dependent on a lot of different things. And this is the other thing also, and I'll be honest, because I like I like in the pay-per-views, we sort of reveal the curtain a little bit more. I'll be mm-hmm. honest, Mikey, the biggest dependent on what it happens with Shayna Baszler's title reign is if and when Becky Lynch returns. Fair. You know, I mean, I, I'm not saying that if she returns, Shayna's, you know, going to beat Becky or Becky's going to beat Shayna. But like the that like in my brain, that's a possible WrestleMania opponent in Becky Lynch. So it is like, but also not. I also have a backup ready. 
primed and ready okay. to shoot up the card to, te- to take like on Shayna. Um, albeit a couple more wins. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm, re- I'm ready build to them pull up that a trigger. Bit first. Yes, 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 yes. So that's the problem is uh, what do I do? <laughs> what? And then it becomes the other issue is what happens if I win the Women's Royal Rumble? And I'm like, ah, geez. <laughs> you know, because yeah. I assume Becky's not going to be back by then. So it's like, ah, geez, you know, it's got to figure oh, out. What do thing. I do? Oh, boy. Oh, geez. Oh, man. Exactly. Exactly. But I'm ready. I have ideas. I think Candice LeRae, like you said, on paper is a great idea for a challenger. And I feel like I did a decent enough job building up her as a challenger. Um, while pushing the other story that I want to push between Ripley and Morgan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, where does Candace go from here? I don't know. Um, but, you know, I could always build her up more uh, to maybe challenge again. I think that's also the problem is that it, it was not a surprise that she wasn't going to win because she's, you know, this challenge kind of came out of nowhere. She has been, like, built into a challenge, you know? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, there was no really the story was just the story that was built over the last four weeks. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, but uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, Shayna Baszler gets the win. Shayna Baszler, by the way, continuing domination. Shayna Baszler has been number one on our like ranking system. Oh, well, she's not technically overall overall number one, but. She's basically been on Raw number one since Becky Lynch left. Jeez. Yeah, the only reason she dropped down to number two is because Drew McIntyre moved from SmackDown to Raw. <laughs> dominating. Do- Shayna Baszler absolutely dominating Raw then. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised for her to retake the number one spot because, well, no, McIntyre won a tag. I think that's all he did, but, you know, she's also going to win her match, so it's possible mm. that Sheena Baszler could dethrone McIntyre because of this win. Very interesting. Yes. But we'll find out on the rankings when they, when they drop, but that's it. Indeed. That's it. What's happening on Smack? Let's get some more SmackDown stuff. Let's finish out this yeah. card, baby. All right. Well, we got this ladder match between undisputed era and Morrison and Andrade. Uh, the two, the two, team, the two teams enter enter the ring, get ready for their ladder match. But then the ring announcer uh, has something to say, actually. Uh, The ring announcer says they're getting word uh, that something is happening backstage. And they cut to to the Titan Tron where backstage uh, Adam Cole and Roderick Strong are brawling with the Usos. Whoa! The Usos... uh, Take the Usos end up taking out Roderick Strong and uh, Roderick Strong and Adam Cole, and they turn toward the screen and they say, "Hey, Era, you, uh, hey, Fish, O'Reilly, you think you could just send your boys on us like that and and get away with it? You think two weeks ago just sending them to attack us was going to take us out of this match? You knew we were on our way up. You knew we were coming for those titles, and you had to take us out. But we don't quit. We're here now, and guess what? This ladder match." triple threat Usos <laughs> make their entrance and we get undisputed era versus Usos versus Morrison and Andrade for the Smackdown tag team championships. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a freaking swerve and a half baby. We got the Usos revealing that the, the person, the people who attacked them were Adam Cole and Roger strong uh, sent, sent by fish and O'Reilly mm-hmm. to take out the Usos because they were, uh, 
they were they were, they were starting to make their way up towards those tag team belts, start, starting to get a bunch of wins in the, the division there. So uh, Fish and O'Reilly tried to take the problem out before it started. Yep, which all makes sense, and you know it makes sense to me. And uh, the Usos make their return at TLC. They beat down uh, Cole, Cole and Strong in the back and make their way to the ring. And now we have a triple threat match. Wow. I love it. What a swerve. Also, I like the idea that, like, you had a big shock win of Kevin Owens getting the win. Three obvious title defenses and then a big old swerve of the Usos in this ladder match. And also, what a god dang ladder match. <laughs> Yeah. Triple threat. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. You'll love to see it. You'll love to see it, folks. So in this ladder match between Undisputed Era, Morrison and Andrade and the Usos, the Usos pick up the victory, end up oh, winning, end up God. being the new the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions and uh, dethroning Undisputed Era. Oh, my God. There we go. That's huge. <laughs> what yeah. a... What a huge TLC, victory. TLC is a big pay-per-view for SmackDown. Lots of lots of big changes here. Yeah, definitely. This is a huge ass pay-per-view. Holy crap. Yes. Oh my yes, god. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh dang gosh. You know? Gosh dang gosh. Mm. Osh, gosh, oh my gosh dang gosh. Oh my god. Well, congratulations in order for the Usos. I wasn't expecting not only Usos to come out of the woodwork, beat up the speed era, insert themselves into this ladder match on, I assume, GM Page's behalf um, because of what happened when it went down with them. But, mm. uh, and then you get uh, God dang winners of the match beating Morrison Andrade, which I'm upset about. Uh, hmm. But uh, Undisputed Era, you know, as well. Who says new SmackDown Tag Team Champions? Yes. But now they have so- to prove their worth. Yeah, now they gotta prove their worth, uh, come back and really, really show the world that they that they deserve these titles, which um, of course they do. They had them multiple times. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah. After that triple threat ladder match, we have the Fiend taking on Sami Zayn for the Universal Championship. However, uh, in this match, Sami Zayn comes out, makes his entrance first, which is interesting. Uh, comes out with the Universal title, stands in the ring. The Fiend's music hits. There is no fiend. Fiend's music keeps going. There still is no fiend. Uh, and Sammy, Sammy grabs a mic and he says, "Whoa, ho, look, look who turned out to be the scared one this whole time." <laughs> uh, he goes, "I don't." I was like, "I'm not sure the fiend's gonna be making it to uh, this title match." And we cut to the Titan Tron and we see Bray Wyatt laid out uh, through a table backstage. But Bray Wyatt, not the Fiend. Bray yes. Wyatt laid out through a table backstage. Uh, just motionless, basically. Looks like he got beat down pretty bad. He's dead. He's been <laughs> murdered. Bray Wyatt is dead. Rip in peace. F <laughs> to pay respects. Um, and, the, and then Sami Zayn demands the ref start the count uh, because... Clearly Bray, clearly Bray Wyatt or the Fiend can't make this match, so you need to. So the ref starts the count. The ref gets to ten. Sami Zayn does win by forfeit. Wow! And, and as Sami, but as Sami Zayn is celebrating, the lights do go out, and when they come back on, Bray Wyatt is no longer on the table on the Titantron. Uh, 
it's just empty. And Bane is the fiend. Oh my who, god. Who puts him in the who grabs Sami Zayn by the throat and then the lights cut out again and then when they come back on, they're both gone. Huh. <laughs> so Sami Zayn actually retains the title, but the, the fiend definitely is not done with Sami yet. Oh my god. Okay, so to so run it all back, Sami Zayn takes out the man that is Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. He wins by count out. Yes. Basically. Um, and retains his title. Very cheap yes. way for this heel Sami Zayn. But then out of when- nowhere, the Fiend comes out and just, you know, abducts Sami Zayn. Yeah, he's basically. gone. Uh, he 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 grabs he just like grabs him by the throat and as soon as we see that the lights go back out and then when they come back on neither of them are in the ring so we're not sure what happened there. Interesting, interesting, very intriguing. Also, since since this wasn't a real match, you get more time for your main event. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, we after that debacle with the Fiend and Sami Zayn, we have Sasha Banks taking on Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, this match has been building for a, since Survivor Series when Sasha was the one who couldn't get it done uh, on the Smack out of the SmackDown champions, and Charlotte Flair took that as her opening to get in there uh, with all of her past title reigns and how dominant she she was, and uh, really got in Sasha's head. So now we have this match, uh, and in this match, Sasha Banks does successfully defend her SmackDown Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair. By putting Charlotte in the bank statement and tapping out Charlotte. Nice. Nice. Good old win. Sasha Banks just a star in this promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, tapping out Charlotte Flair, tapping out the Queen. Queen couldn't get it done. Um, uh, I was doing the, the Queen ma- tap. The Queen not only couldn't get it done, but the Queen taps out. Exactly right. Exactly right. Which is sure to upset the Queen, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing the math, and I, I, it turns out that Charlotte across NXT, WWE, Divas title, and Raw and SmackDown, uh, she has twelve title reigns in our universe. She is also twelve title reigns, so we've perfectly done it. If she we won this, got there. if she won the title here, she would have been a five-time SmackDown Women's Champion. Yeah, that's which, wild. Which would would have been wild, but not happening here. Sasha Banks Sasha, maintaining. Sasha Banks says no, not today. I love it. I love to see it. Sasha Banks just holding that title strong, holding on to that title. You know, getting that rebound after losing to Shayna Baszler at a at a, a Survivor Series and getting the win over at TLC. Hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, uh, so big. So, so uh, like I said, this is a big pay per view for SmackDown. Uh, I, I think I, I, I want, I want Sasha Banks to be a dominant champion on SmackDown, and I think tapping out it, it, it doesn't get much better than tapping out Charlotte Flair. It's true. So uh, it just shows that Sasha Banks isn't a flash in the pan champion. She is here to stay. Uh, and I'm, I'm really excited about this one. I, I, I had Sasha from the beginning on this one. Mm-hmm. My now my question is is if Sasha Banks is able to retain between now and WrestleMania, who not only who will be our challenge, well, who could potentially win the Royal Rumble, who could potentially challenge Sasha Banks? That is the question in my brain. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, Royal Rumble's around the corner, so now it's just like, can she 
maintain her title reign between now and then. But then who could win the Rumble? Charlotte Flair winning a Rumble is a great pick. Honestly, Asuka winning it as well. You know, I I would personally, I would love a Bianca Belair win uh, out of the Rumble. Maybe Billy Kay. Maybe Ooh. Lana. Tony there Storm. Getting there. Piper Niven. I got whole three. I guess we'll see. There's a lot of competitors. I think having a strong champion on top there uh is you know very very good to have when you have a lot of good solid mm-hmm. people underneath the card to uh challenge yeah and i also am okay with charlotte losing here because we already know charlotte is the, is basically a goddess um yeah and and she's had all those title reigns so we know no matter no matter what happens charlotte flair is always going to be a threat you know that's true that's true Hey, and if it's anything like the online reports are, you know, you can always just put Charlotte Flair with Andrade, and there you go. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. You fix your Zelina Vega problem by putting Charlotte Flair with Andrade. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, well, there we go. Let's move into our semi-main event, where it's Rowan Reigns versus Keith Lee, not only for the WWE Championship, but in a tables match. A lot of... Lot, I, where do I start? <laughs> Where do I start in this build, right? Um, mm-hmm. It all started the Monday after WrestleMania. It all started all the way back. All the way back. The Monday after WrestleMania, where Roman Reigns, the WWE champion, defends his title against Keith Lee, retains it, but then out of nowhere, here comes Brock Lenzer. Uh He loses the title to Brock Lenzer. Uh Come to find out that Paul Heyman... Put a part of in that Paul Heyman and Vince McMahon agreed in that WWE contract signing part that uh that surprise match that uh because Brock Lesnar won Roman Reigns can never challenge Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship ever again. Um, he went a little nutso, but so Roman Reigns did. Uh, and then there we go. He went a little nutso, but so. Uh, a little bit after that, Paul Heyman says that he wants new challengers for Brock. Um, after some uh, deliberation, it comes down to, I believe, at SummerSlam, or in a triple threat match against Styles and uh, Brock Lenzer, Keith Lee wins and becomes the new WWE champion. Uh, shortly after that, still being nutso mm-hmm. butso, and now, you know, leading the Usos as, as the bloodline and having the money to pay off LLC, they, uh, you know, uh, capture. Uh, the WWE champion Keith Lee and now Roman Reigns captures not legally or, or ethically or morally captures the WWE championship. He's always now walking around as the fake WWE champion saying that he is the true champion. Um, and then uh, after hell in a cell, Keith Lee comes back, gets his title back from Roman Reigns officially. Uh, but the match obviously isn't over yet. We uh, head into TLC lot of back and forth roman saying that he's the head of the table he belongs at the at the top he's the true w champion keith lee says that uh you know you're you you're you uh, roman reigns calls that says that keith lee isn't ruthless enough to be champion keith lee says that it doesn't matter because you were scared of someone that you say isn't ruthless i and it doesn't also matter because i okay, guess what i'm the champion um i beat brock in where you couldn't so bing bing boom uh, tables match. Here we are. WWE Championship, Mikey. Big story <laughs> that I've been technically building for months. Hmm. 
culminating here at TLC for the end of the year. This is my my yeah, year yeah. my year this long is, story. This, this is your this is your big one. <laughs> this is my year long story, folks. And it's not the main event. <laughs> how is how is this one going to play out after everything these two have been through? Yeah, that's exactly right. And also now we got Rowan Reigns. He's got Paul Heyman in his corner as well. So we're just got added stuff into yes. here. Um, well, I can tell you that the finish of the match uh, eventually ends up, you know, there's tables set up around the ring. You know, they're fighting back and forth. No one's going through a table. Lots of big man action here. The finish of the match is that both men are on the top turnbuckle in the top corner of a, with a table set up on the floor on either side of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are now they're basically teetering back and forth, hitting heavy chops, heavy slaps, heavy hits. Uh, but eventually it is Keith Lee that gets the final blow on Roman that causes Roman to fall into a table below, allowing Keith Lee to win and win this feud and be, retain the WWE championship. All right. Big win for Keith Lee here. Uh, honestly, I expected nothing less. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad Keith Lee retains his title and Roman doesn't win. <laughs> Yes, yes. I I feel that it's better to keep the title on Keith Lee moving forward. I think this will cement more his reign. However, I can agree that I did not have Keith Lee win in more definitive way. Mm-hmm. You know, just sort of Rowan falling off of, of the ring into a table. So there's that. But hey, a win's a win's a win. A win's a win. It, it it allows in my head, it allows Roman to still be mad and upset and have the chip on his shoulder. Yes, but he still loses. And also right. defended or, you know, he's you know, not a bad loss or whatever. It doesn't matter. Keith Lee wins. Keith Lee still is the WWE champion. Big plans for Keith Lee. Big old plans for Keith Lee. Very excited for my WrestleMania idea for Keith Lee. Uh, I really hope that I never p- get melted. Uh, sorry, Dave, Maeve, Maeve, Maeve delts on. Maeve, Maeve delts. <laughs> I really hope I get ne- never get delted on where I have to reveal those plans, Mikey. But uh, I got I got plans. I'm excited. All right. I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes. Speaking of seeing where this goes, let's move into the main event with TLC match between Edge and Daniel Bryan. And uh, I guess we know we can say for certain that Chad Gable is there in Bryan's corner. Yes. Uh, here, if Brian wins, Edge retires. It's the big old stipulation there. Um, uh, so, the, yeah, there we go. Uh, you know, so, you know, there's a lot of uh, beating down on Edge, Edge beating up Brian. This is Edge's, in a way, home turf. Um, maybe this, this is even in Canada. Maybe this pay-per-view is taking place in Canada. Who knows? I guess I can probably look up when this where this pay-per-view was going to take place. DLC 2020. Let's find out. Let's see if I can even find out where it would have been. Scheduled to take place in Orlando. Well, that we already knew that. I'll figure it out. Um, anyways, so, uh, you know, a lot of back and forth action. Beth Phoenix is there. She's in attendance watching this match. Uh, in, mm-hmm. the, in the uh, in the barricade or whatever. So a lot of back and forth action. You know, Gable's there. He's helping Brian, uh, you know, set up tables or set up ladders, you know, basically helping Brian. He's not getting too involved in the match. He's just sort of assisting Brian. Got um, it. Where, where need, near be. 
Um, however, there is a point where uh, Edge is getting the better of Brian, and then Gable gets involved, and it allows during the match that Gable and Brian just start double teaming Edge. Oh, so not looking good. Brian grabs the microphone, walks over to Beth Phoenix, who's in the front row. Uh, oh no! <laughs> Brian tells Beth that he that he you know you're welcome uh, for me forcing your husband back home. Uh, for him to realize that his dream is a fallacy and people like him are unwanted in my ring. Uh, he tries to continue uh, saying you're welcome to Beth, but Beth has enough enough of it and slaps him across the face. Yeah, I figured that was coming. And she jumps the barricade. Whoa! Uh, Gable comes, comes over to stop Phoenix, but she suplexes him. Uh, and Phoenix goes into the ring to go check on Edge. Um, while she's doing so, Brian returns to the ring and hits Beth Phoenix in the back of a chair uh, and gloats, of course, because, you know, he's mm-hmm. a big old nasty heel. Uh, and so while he's not looking, hey, guess what? It's just one chair shot to Beth Phoenix. Not too bad. Beth Phoenix grabs Brian, hits him with the glam slam. Nice. Uh, which uh, and helps up Edge. Edge climbs that ladder. Or no, Ed, it hits him with a glam slam. Edge, because I forgot it's a pinfall thing. Uh, Edge yep. gets up, hits the spear on Brian. One, two, three. Edge wins. Edge and Beth Phoenix right. celebrate their win together. All right. Edge stands tall. Edge keeps his career. Love it. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Honestly, I, even, even with the stakes of Edge putting his career on the line, it still wasn't definite to me that Edge was going to win, which is just good booking. Thank you. Thank you. I, I definitely, you know, trying, trying my darndest, um, you know, to do all these things. But uh, yeah, I, I, I felt that like I needed to make it the fear of always putting like a stipulation on like that, where it's like if Brian wins, wins, Edge retires. Like, I always feel like it's weird to tough to put sort of stipulations on that, because I, I, I know that doing a stipulation that, like that sort of maybe showcases who the winner will probably be mm-hmm. you know um you know it's probably gonna be edge because of course we're not gonna have edge retire but uh you know i think with the numbers against him with gable and everything i was hoping that to make it harder and make it less obvious um, mm-hmm. but then beth phoenix being there getting involved i like the idea and maybe it's the same sort of thing of keith lee here maybe that's maybe that's bad booking but edge winning well, he does get the spear in, but it's it's the help between Edge, husband and wife that allows Brian to get uh, loss. So uh, I think I, I like that. I like that as a story with husband and wife. And also, I just like the visual of Beth Phoenix glam slamming Daniel Bryan and also taking a chair shot. Uh, yeah, I just think that's a good visual or to, mm-hmm. to find the heel Daniel Bryan. Uh but then taking a glam slam and taking a spear, I think that just works. Yeah, I agree. I like it a lot. And hopefully you like it too, folks. Hopefully you enjoyed <laughs> TLC. I know I did. Uh, it's hopefully a- you like it too, audience. Yes. On the Raw side, not a lot of craziness. Or on the SmackDown side, two new champions. Yeah, yeah, big. This 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 wasn't too crazy for Raw, but it was very big for SmackDown. Yes, which to me makes it a good pay per view. Makes it a good pair. New new champions. 
new storylines with the universal title. Um, end of storylines with Keith Lee Roman. Seemingly, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, good stuff. Good stuff. But uh, we're not just done yet. It is a pay-per-view, Mikey. And at every pay-per-view, we hit each other with the randomizer. And if you don't know what the randomizer is, it's like a list of like 45, I think, items um, mm-hmm. where we will uh, just decimate each other with sadness. <laughs> <laughs> no, basically, we have a list of like 43 items that uh, are, you know, all the way from like gimmick changes or, you know, career ending injuries, what have you. Uh, wellness mm-hmm. policy violations, trades, um, you know, like we said, the Maeve Delts thing where we get to reveal storylines that we have planned. Um, that All that sort of stuff. Call-ups, all these sort of things. You know, give us a little fun, excitement, interesting idea. We can, you know, make our show lively. Make our show, keep it realistic. Make it, make it stuff happen in here. Uh, and we're ready to bring that to you. So, Mike, if you got to do that to each other, Every week on the yes, usual show, the audience votes who wins and who loses. But on pay-per-views, we both lose or both win. I don't know. Either way, we both we both lose. Exactly right. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's so funny. What, Ryan? That's the funniest shit I've ever seen. What? You the one the one result you didn't want. You've been observed. No. I'm not even kidding. Well, then. <laughs> Out of all of the results, the one you were like, oh, boy, I hope I don't get this one. It's the first one I roll. The first time we've ever done it on the show, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you've been observed. What do I do? What do, to... do? Uh, let me see if I can get the thing up to read it. <laughs> Ru- uh, Ru- you've been observed. Reveal one result of an upcoming planned pay-per-view yeah. match. Uh, Spinner picks the match can include matches that haven't been announced. So basically you can ask me the plans for any match for maybe Royal Rumble or even WrestleMania, you know, just any future plans that I may have for any storyline or what, where where people are going or do you just ask me a storyline about a title, a match or a wrestler? Maybe, maybe, maybe that's the determining things. We've Hmm. never done it before. So (laughs) what's here? Let's let's hear what where you're going with this Raw Women's Championship. Oh, okay. I, I sort of already alluded to it, uh, but what? So, what specifically do you want to know about the Raw Women's Championship? You you mentioned you mentioned you were building someone up. Yes. Uh, you mentioned you had somebody you wanted to get to Shayna Baszler next. Uh, someone you who had to win a couple more matches, you had to build up a little bit more. Let's hear who that plan is. Sure. So the plan is that Let's see who's getting that, that build. The plan is the hope the hope of the plan is that no I don't win the women's Royal Rumble. <laughs> I don't want it. Bold part of your plan. Bold part of the plan is I don't want that. Um the the, the bigger I, I think the bigger match is Becky Lynch returns for WrestleMania um, mm-hmm. against Shayna Baszler. I think that's the way bigger match and more exciting match. But on the off chance that she's not back, the plan is is to have a number one contender's elimination chamber match um, where Rhea Ripley wins. 
Okay, and, that makes sense. Uh, so if Lynch is still out of action, the plan is I've been slowly building up the idea of Shayna Baszler versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. It's been my plan for months, uh, and I've been slowly building that up. I built up Cameron Bronner as a tag team star, had her win a title right away, lost the title, and now we're going back up and trying to build her back up. And uh, so eventually, challenge. But the problem is that if Becky is able to back, I might just go for Becky Lynch instead. But then mm-hmm. what do I do with Ripley? That's that's my concern. So maybe I can make it a triple threat. Maybe Lynch's returns to the Elimination Chamber. I don't know. Either way, the the ideal plan is maybe Becky Lynch, but I'm the... It's like this. It's like, it makes sense if you do Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, but if I can have Roman Reigns versus The Rock, I would rather have that. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's basically what my thinking here is. So, yeah. You're welcome, Dave Meltzer. Sorry, Maeve Deltzer. You're welcome, Maeve. Yeah, so you, thought, got, you got your story. Yes. The thoughts on that, Mikey? Thoughts of those stories? What, what are the dirt? What are thoughts on the reading the dirt sheets? I like it. I think uh, those are some big plans. Uh, big reveal there. I think I made the right choice. Uh, I, I, I like I like the result I got. OK. OK. You could have asked anything. You could have asked about the U.S. title. You could have asked about uh yeah i I could i could have but you 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 were you you made a point to mention your plans for the women's title earlier and that yeah it got me thinking oh well that's that's fair well let me hit the randomizer on you then see if i can do anything nasty um to you let's see what do we got here Ooh, hold on is it still loading oh it's still loading Oh no! Oh no! I don't like that house show injury. Oh no! That is not good. No, it is not. That is not good. Well, it could be not good. That it's it's dependent. So where the where the hell is house show injury on this goddamn list? House show injury. There we go. So roll a d whatever to see which wrestler on your roster gets hurt. Then a d twenty plus ten to see how many weeks. They are out. Oh, boy. D- sorry, D10 plus two to see how many weeks are out. You cannot use them on the show. That's anyone on your roster, so it's possible it won't affect your card here tonight in any capacity. But uh, still. <laughs> Jeez. It's uh, it's still terrifying. Yes, very. Uh, so let's... This, this is why we got to cancel house shows. Uh... Um, so let's see. Let's see here. What do we got? Let's see how many people you got in your god dang roster. Um, let's see. I got um just counting up here for you. Uh well Rollins technically is no longer on the roster, I guess. He's in you put in daddy world, so I'm not gonna count him. It's put in daddy world. I hate that you just said that. Daddy world? I hate that you just said that to me. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so that leaves you with 48 people. Okay. 48 people. So I'm going to have to roll a D48 on your butt. Of those 48 people, what? You have 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12 of them working. True. 
a four. It is a very low. Ch- it is a very low chance I get somebody on uh on the show. Yeah, like a twenty-five percent chance, I believe, if I did math correctly. Mm-hmm. So I rolled a d forty-eight. It's a twenty-one. Okay. So that is. So just to be clear, I'm gonna go down the men's singles faces and then the men's singles heels, right? Yes. Okay, so all the faces, that's 10. Sami Zayn is 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Oh, no. Grand Metalik. Oh, no. What am I going to do? Oh, no. Grand Metalik. Recently turned heel. Grand Metalik <laughs> uh, is gone. What do we got to roll? D10 plus two. Let's see. That is going to be a... Oh, can I hit stop? There we go. Oh, no. That's a 10. Uh, A 10 plus 2. 12 weeks. The Grand Metal Leak is gone. Okay. That's a bummer. Sorry to do that to you, Mikey. Uh, uh, I I think I'll be okay. (laughs) It could have been worse. It could have been worse. A 20 is Roderick Strong. A 22 is Asuka. Uh, Grand Metal League just happened to be at the right spot, but the wrong time, I guess. Hate mm. to see, hate to see people get injured, but at the same time, yeah, it's Grand Metal League. We're, you'll be, it doesn't affect your story. You're fine. <laughs> you'll be okay. Yeah, I think I'll be all right. I feel like, uh, okay, well, sorry. I, I was going to say, I feel like doing this show has made me really like, like, I feel like I'm worried that I'm looking at wrestlers like pawns, like like pieces. I'm just like, oh no, it's oh Grand Malik, the twelve weeks of injury that sucks. Yeah, but it's Grand Malik. I mean, come on, <laughs> you know, it's just like ah, whatever. <laughs> uh, that's probably an evil thought to have, uh, but you know, I'm having it. Two, three, four, five, six. Uh, I'm gonna count up to see when Grand Malik returns, Mikey. But thoughts on TLC as a whole? Uh, I feel like it was pretty good. Yeah, me too. I think it was a great pay-per-view. We both had some big storylines. Uh, like you said, nothing really changed for Raw, but a lot of things changed for SmackDown. So I think it was a good pay-per-view on both of our parts. Grand Metalik returns uh, March 14th, uh, a, okay. w- a week before Humberto Carrillo. Interesting. Yes. So uh, both heels. <laughs> you could, could make a, a tag team, I guess, out of that. Uh, maybe you know that's something or maybe have them both uh form a team with Sami Zayn. uh i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know but uh there you go folks random elite gone for 12 whole weeks bummer 12 what about what about 12 skim weeks is that anything <laughs> probably not <laughs> i think all my jokes have 12 legs. 12 2 percent weeks <laughs> It sounded like you said leaks, and I was like, oh, no. Grand Malik is leaking. Oh, no, not leaks. Oh, my gosh. Well, there you go. We have the unveiling. The only thing that got leaked, the only thing that got leaked was your women's title plans. This is true. So that, I hope I hope, audience, you like that uh, Maeve Delts, uh, you've been observed thing. First time we did on the show, I, I came up with it like a couple months ago, and it's been there sitting there waiting, waiting to be pulled. Uh I hope you enjoyed it. I feel like I feel like we should maybe add more, but also I don't want to add more because the whole point of the show, uh, you know, into the to the possibility of being rolled. But you know, I think it's good. You know, make it make it fun. Mm-hmm. 
I like it. Well, there we go, folks. That's TLC for you. Uh, another pay-per-view in the bag. Uh, we'll be heading into the new year already prepping for uh, the next pay-per-view, which is, of course, the Royal Rumble. Uh, at the time of a recording, we don't know what the date of the Royal Rumble is. I mean, we probably won't know until like TLC, WWE TLC proper pay-per-view actually takes place. Uh, mm-hmm. They will probably won't announce it until then. Uh, you know, typically it's, you know, I believe typically it's uh, late January, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yes, that sounds right to me. So, uh, yeah, you typically it's late January. So, you know, we could, I don't know what, what day is late January, but I guess I'm going to call it here and say Royal Rumble is probably going to be January 24th. Um which for us would be, what is that? One, two, three, four, five episodes mm-hmm. before Royal Rumble. So we got some time to build to the Royal Rumble, but it's always an exciting time. When you get to the road to the Royal Rumble, always an exciting time, I think. Yes, I agree. But thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode. You can, of course, subscribe to listen to more uh, more Hit the Books. Every single Friday is our proper show where Mikey and I write our own versions of Raw and SmackDown. A lot of fun, a lot of fun nonsense back and forth where we talk about um, whatever the frick, you know. Um, but talk about focusing on writing good, writing, booking good wrestling. That's, that, that's what we're going for at the end of the day. Swerves, uh, swerves, championship changes, um, uh, Beth Phoenix glam slamming Daniel Bryan. You know, good wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also follow very us, good wrestling. You can follow us on Twitter at hit the uh, sorry at Countout Pod. Still have that. Uh, you know, you, you keep something in your brain and you have to start rewiring it. So at I mean, they both they they both work. I guess that's true. I think I believe we still own at Hit the Books Pod. Or yeah, somewhere. I think they both they both still work. I believe that's true. I talked about earlier about the rankings and stuff. After the pay-per-view, you go to our website, Countout Network. No, sorry, not it's Countout Pod. God, I should know all of these things better. If you go to CountoutPod.com after the pay-per-view, you'll see the... I just checked HTBPod.com also still works. Oh, does it reroute to Countout? Yes. There we go. But uh, after every pay-per-view, we, I, we update our rankings. So I'm excited to see... Uh, what happens you also there you can see your entire archive and see a bunch of other stuff that we have on the show as well uh so we'll update the rankings and whatnot when we get there uh so it should be there like tomorrow probably um mikey anything to plug uh go check out independent waters every wednesday where me and zach batista take a look at independent wrestling matches and make our way through the indie wrestling scene uh and review matches for your pleasure and your uh for you to check out as well so go 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 listen to that every wednesday and leave a review on itunes and tell us you like the show yes 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 um what else you can also uh listen to my show g1 and only it's a show where i talk about wrestlers who've only appeared in the g1 climax once it's a very interesting strange list of people uh so go check that out you know include i think at the time of recording, I, I think it's oh, I think it's I think it's tomorrow actually, uh, when this episode comes out. Yes, when this episode comes out, tomorrow's episode of G One Only uh, is going to be talking about the G One Climax run of Yoshiaki Yoshiaki Yatsu. 
So that's going to be exciting. I think it was a very good episode. Changed up the format a little bit, um, but made it still a very interesting documentary-esque style of a show. So, you know, I think it's, I do my best to try to make it interesting and tell you the history and why each match is important. So definitely go check that out. Uh, that is it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. That's it for this special episode of TLC. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. And until this Friday, until next time, we've got two words for you. Book it. Hold one. Andre. Don't tell-